0: be? We're halfway through June already? No, no. Why isn't February goes so slow? It takes us like forever to get to Valentine's Day, but here we are, middle of June already. Good afternoon. Welcome to those of you in Toronto listening on 640 Toronto, in Hamilton on 900 CHML, in London on 980 CFPL, and streaming online. Coming up, we are watching the markets very closely today because yesterday US stocks officially closed in what is known as a bear market uh, the S&P 500 falling 22% below its a record high back in January so coming up we're going to get some uh, definitions as to what exactly is a bear market is this a good thing is it a bad thing is the market is it bouncing back after falling 22% and what does this all mean for you as an investor our finance expert Rabina Ahmed Hawk. She is on standby. She's going to join us, break it all down for us. Coming up in roughly 20 minutes, Rabina will join us at the bottom of the hour. But first, the other big headline of the day, which is the Canadian government set to announce that people will no longer need to show that proof of vaccination to board either a domestic or international plane or train. And we're also, by the way, getting some reporting that the government set to lift vaccine mandates as a requirement for working in the public service. So there's a lot going on, a lot happening out of Ottawa over the next few hours. When it comes to the travel part of the story, let's welcome in our travel expert. Here is Marty Firestone on the very latest. Marty, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you?
0: I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, Could you break this down uh, for us a bit? Uh, What do we know? What is the government set to do uh, when they say that we no longer need uh, proof of vaccination? Uh, Just uh, how is that going to happen? When is it going to happen?
1: Yeah, very exciting news. I have to tell you, each day, if it continues good, good and good, I'm just waiting for the day everything is back to normal again. Having said that, it appears domestic travel, and again, this will all be Uh, confirmed in the next hour. You can go within Canada, you can come back within Canada without any proof of vaccination. That will be key to so many people that want to see family and friends who they haven't seen in over two years. That's great news internationally this is the part i can't get my head around quite yet maybe it will come out soon you can go without proof of vaccination to italy or wherever you want but coming back in they are going to request that either you show proof of vaccination which i hardly think you're going to get while you're in italy on vacation or you're going to have to potentially quarantine 14 days is all that we can read into this at this point that one there doesn't make a lot of sense so we have to wait and see
0: All right. Do we know if these changes, uh, when they're announced again in the next hour, do we know if these are going to be permanent, Marty? You were just talking about, uh, you know, how relieved uh, you and so many others uh, will be when we get back to, quote unquote, uh, normal. Do we know if these changes, are they permanent or is the programs, have they just been suspended?
1: Yeah, I don't think anything's permanent in this world of late. Even the random testing at the airport, while it is on hiatus till the July the 1st, it could be reinstated again, albeit at a remote location, not at the airport, but it could be coming back. Much like this, if the number count were to jump again or something like that, I'm sure they reserve the right to be able to suggest that this has got to go back into play again. Difficult things to give and take, but also take back is not going to be so much fun, I can tell you that.
0: All right. So do we believe that this is going to ease the congestion we've seen at the airports over the last uh, month in a little bit? I know the airports at Council, uh, they've been uh, campaigning and fairly uh, hard for the uh, vaccination uh, requirement and the checking of uh, vaccinations and testing to be uh, dropped. Is this going to uh, help with the problem of congestion at the airports, do you think, Marty?
1: At the domestic level, I think it's going to become a much a nicer experience, for lack of a better word, and it will ease it to some degree. Internationally, leaving appears to be easier if you don't have to prove vaccination. I'm not sure how coming home is going to work. It should actually stall things and create a real waiting line there if you have to now start looking to see if the person is vaccinated, unvaccinated, and has to have a quarantine plan in place. That part I don't think is going to go so smoothly.
0: All right. Practically, uh, what does this mean for travelers? For those that are listening right now to us, Marty, and maybe they've got a plane ticket, they've got a vacation uh, booked and they're leaving within the uh, next month or so. Are you still going to require the arrive can app? Uh, do we know uh, what is going to be a required of Canadian travelers moving forward or are those details still to come?
1: Yeah, as part as part of this announcement, this will tell us a lot. We almost should talk later or tomorrow, because if, in fact, you still have to prove a vaccination to enter back into the country, then ArriveCan is still around to stay, okay? And that's a big point. U.S. people wanting to come into Canada, even on short little trips to border towns, if you still have to be able to show proof of vaccination, we're missing millions and millions of people that could come over if they didn't have to prove it. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that all unfolds on rolls very soon and that will answer a lot of your questions
0: all right joined by our travel expert marty firestone and marty the long lineups they are just not at the airport they are also at the passport office what is the latest there we're getting reports that the government they're actually now posting the uh, wait times how long it's going to take you to get your passport online
1: yeah i i i think it's it's kind of cute uh it's not going to help me much now that i know that i've got eight hours to wait instead of not knowing what i had to wait It's helpful, but again, who's kidding who? I am hoping that they can ramp that up also because, remember, there's a lot of federal people working that couldn't work because of the mandates. Maybe now people will be coming back both at the airport level and passport level and potentially other areas because now they will be able to without proof of vaccination. That's going to be interesting to watch also.
0: Yeah, so is this uh, the posting of uh, wait times, is that all it is, is that I can look at my local office and know that it's going to take me six hours if I leave right now? Or can I, and I think this would be much more helpful, much more beneficial, could I actually book an appointment six hours from now and know that my place was there in line?
1: No, I think the bottom line is you're going to know that you've got a long wait ahead of you. It's not that simple. It's not informing you to tell you to make an appointment in six hours. That's not what it's about. It's telling you that if you come to this office, you have got a six-hour wait ahead of you before you get into the office. So I'm not sure that it's going to help you with an appointment.
0: Yeah. Have you heard anything from clients, anyone that has had to get their passport to Renewed, Marty? And is there a recommendation? Is it better to go uh, first thing when the passport office uh, opens or maybe later in the day just as they're getting set to close?
1: No, there's no rhyme or reason. Unfortunately, you've got to get a passport. It's got to be in front of them with an appointment and being prepared to pay the express fee of an additional $150 to get it in two days. Anything by mail or anything during the normal route could take upwards of 40 days, and then there's no guarantees. And remember, if you have to cancel that trip because you didn't get your passport on time, there is no insurance to cover you for that if you have to cancel because of no passport.
0: All right, Well we have you here, Marty, I also uh, want to uh, bring to the attention of those listening in London on 980 CFPL uh, this afternoon to us. A uh, bit of an exciting announcement made yesterday by uh, Flair Airlines. Uh, they're going to be offering uh, more destinations and more flights out of uh, London International Airport.
1: I think that's great. And and maybe that's one of the reasons with newer airlines, Canadian-owned airlines now, that they can service smaller airports and get out of the hubs like we have right here at Pearson and Vancouver, where there is endless delays. I think that's a real positive that now someone in the London and surrounding area can fly out to Sun Destinations and not face half of the crowds or things that they used to when they had to come to Pearson. I
0: was about to ask you that very question. So this is good news for Pearson and some uh, bigger airports and hubs of some of these uh, smaller airports, uh, smaller uh, markets or uh, cities, if they're able to uh, fly to uh, more destinations. Obviously, this is hopefully going to ease the congestion in some of these bigger airports?
1: Absolutely relieve some of the congestion. And believe me, we need some relief now. So if this is one way to do it, it's a great idea.
0: All right. Just finally, before we let you go, Marty, of course, with all of this talk about the long lineups, the delays, the congestion at uh, Pearson, talk is uh, renewed in some places about whether or not Toronto in particular needs another airport, needs a second uh, airport. Of course, there's the island airport, but does it need uh, expanded and uh, more flights uh, offered to consumers or, you know, is there some uh, real discussion to be had here that uh, Toronto, much like, say, uh, New York, uh, needs more than one airport?
1: yeah i think that's a huge undertaking and endeavor and you can't judge our current situation to be anything for the future i think we have to get through this summer get everybody back into the workforce get travel to be just what it will be with all the restrictions removed and i think this terminal has proven over and over again that they can handle the flow of traffic and i can't imagine the need for a second terminal
0: all right marty appreciate it as always thanks so much for this we'll talk again soon
1: thank you jeff take care
0: all right there's our travel expert marty firestone With the very latest on the uh, situation uh, regarding the uh, airports, the delays, and again, the uh, government, uh, really at this hour, they're set to announce that people, uh, reports indicate, are no longer going to need to show proof of COVID vaccination to board a domestic or outbound international uh, plane or train. We're going to have much more in this story as it develops throughout the uh, afternoon. We, of course, are uh, watching the announcement uh, out of Ottawa. Coming up an hour from now, in our next hour, we're going to welcome back to the program uh, Duncan D., Former chief operating officer for uh, Air Canada will get uh, his take on uh, the government uh, announcement and also discuss with him uh, a little uh, further as to whether or not uh, Toronto indeed does need to start really seriously uh, considering uh, another airport besides uh, Pearson and the uh, Island Airport, Billy Bishop. Back after a quick break here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Stay with us.